Good morning, all. Thanks for joining us for the second Sunday in February, and this would be the third part of the love <clears throat> the love series I've been teaching on. I am both live streaming and recording, and I'm starting a little early to make sure that um, the video is prepared, ready, and up. <clears throat> for those of you all who would be chiming in at 11 o'clock p.m., I'm sorry, 11 o'clock a.m. Central Time. And I've started to mention this up front, so I don't forget because this is vitally important. Uh, I think all of you all who, who have continued to support the ministry, um, Contributions have come in this week, and I will send additional uh, contributions today myself via Cash App. Cash App is the digital currency that we, we are currently and still <clears throat> using to capture digital currency. And our Cash App cash tag is dollar sign Mount Sinai UMC. Again, that's dollar sign MT. S-I-N-A-I-U-M-C. And for those of you who are watching, if you were to take your phone, uh, Android or iPhone, and scan that QR code, uh, the green uh, QR code on the right-hand side, it should <clears throat> bring up the Cash App app into the um, what I cash tag on it to allow you to submit a contribution. All contributions are welcome and greatly appreciated, large and small alike. And likewise, if you want to send a check, <coughs> excuse me, a check or money order, you can send that to Mount Sinai UMC, P.O. Box 349, Hazelhurst, Mississippi, zip code 39083. Again, that's Mount Sinai UMC, P.O. Box 349, Hazelhurst, Mississippi, Three nine zero eight three, and with that, <clears throat> a couple other things I wanted to make note of and take time to mention. I, I failed to mention uh, Black History Month on last Sunday. I was so eager to get into the love message it, it done on me after the live stream that I had not uh, mentioned that. And I like to take time to mention today, as I often say during Black History Month. It's important to me for you that if you really want to honor and celebrate Black History Month, it's great to, to name all the uh, historical figures and the popular people, but it's more uh, meaningful to me and important that, that you remember those within your own family, within our own community, those that other parts of the world may not know and, and feature them on your Facebook page, fe feature them on, on Instagram, on, on Twitter, mention them, share, share the message with, with someone else. Um, I, I heard <clears throat> one of the ministers I had course of study this weekend mention his grandmother, I believe it was, only had an eighth grade education, yet went on to inspire them. And I could say the same thing for, for my parents. My mother had like a ninth grade education. My father had a sixth grade education, yet all eight of the children uh, that they raised had some post-high school uh, education. And even with that, uh, I made a note 
and the spirit laid on my heart from studying course of study, some of the things we were discussing until now and reading off my notepad. And this is what, what the spirit laid on my heart this morning concerning education. Let's not just allow education to fill our heads, but to fill our hearts. Don't become so educated that you can't be taught anything. That's 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 off the heart. That'll preach. But <clears throat> stay in focus. Uh, so for Black History Month, let's celebrate uh, those in our lives who've been a part of our lives. And if you're fortunate enough to still have them in your life, send them what I call living flowers. Reach out to somebody and express to them what what they mean to you and what they have meant to you for your development. Uh, like likewise, Super Bowl Sunday. I, I, I don't particularly have a team or interest in it. And therefore, I, I'll just be praying for the safety and the health of the players, the coaching staff, those who are in live attendance and, and all those who are surrounding the event and supporting it, praying for 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 safety. And uh, a couple of other areas of prayer focus that that we want to focus on uh, during our prayer time is the potential for war, the conflict brewing at the Ukraine border with, with Russia and for all our military men and women who who are uh, at, at who are serving at the will and pleasure of the president who, who may be drawn into the conflict. That, that that is potential to to start yet another war. Let let's be mindful and prayerful of that. And it's not lost upon me that uh, Valentine's Day is, is tomorrow. And and I know there are members of the congregation who have uh, still recently lost spouses and loved ones. So um, prayer focus is for those who are experiencing loneliness and still in the process of grieving the, the loss of love, loved one. Let, let's be mindful and <clears throat> prayerful for, for them and just generally who, who are all going through. I'm listening to, to two theologians debate on YouTube uh, a few days ago, and one of them says, uh, I've been a Christian for 20 years, and if I've learned nothing, I've learned this, that we are all going through something. So we want <clears throat> to be mindful to pray for for those who who are or, or have been going through something. And with that, let, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for excuse me, your grace and your mercy, Lord God, for your, your oversight, Lord God. We, we are praying for uh, all our frontline workers, Lord God, those who, who are in the hospitals, Lord God, those who uh, are serving the, the, the needs uh, of our families, Lord God. Uh, right now, Lord God, that, that we even have uh, a family member in the hospital, Lord God. We, we're we going through our, our own challenges, Lord God, as a family, Lord God. So praying, Lord God, for your grace, your mercy, your peace, your comfort, Lord God. In these moments, Lord God, during these times, praying for uh, the law enforcement officers, Lord God, the firemen, Lord God, and uh, the military men and women, Lord God, who who are serving, Lord God, 
to to protect us on, on our borders and around the world, Lord God, praying for them, praying for for the the workers in the, the nursing home, Lord God, and, and those who are educating our children in, in our schools, Lord God, praying for the other clergy, men and women, Lord God, uh, around the world, Lord God, the missionaries, Lord God, and those who, who are standing in, in physical and virtual pulpits, Lord God, uh, much like myself, Lord God, praying for, for their mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, Lord God, as we seek to serve uh, the needs of others, Lord God, to, to, to feed the, the sheep, Lord God, to nurture the flock, Lord God, and to, and to equip them to do the work of the ministry, Lord God. And praying, Lord God, as we go into today's message entitled, Oh, How I Love Jesus, Lord God, that we reflect upon the word of God. And what it means to love you and what you express to, to us that, that you said, Lord God, that we are to love others because you have loved us. And in doing so, Lord God, that we will glorify your name in the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right. <clears throat> I took a little bit more time to get started um, today than I normally do, but we're ready to jump right in. And in classic fashion, I, I like to start with questions and the first question may seem like a trick question, but it's sincere and direct. Is it possible to love like Jesus? Is it possible to love like Christ? The second one is, have you ever expressed love for Jesus? Here, some people say, Oh, I love me some Jesus in this lesson. Um, I like to think a couple of those. The first one, my heart's desire is to answer and, and to flush out. And the second one is, much like Jesus ch challenges Peter in this lesson, I like to think that it will challenge um, our hearts to question our hearts, to, to really dig in and think, how, do we really love Christ? And if so, what are we willing to do to demonstrate or to express that? The title of this message, so I don't get accused of self-plagiarism. Uh, I, I just happen to have one of these within reach. My wife and I are the spiritual leaders at our daughter's school. And as you can see, oh, how I love Jesus. This is an extension of the devotional I wrote for the newsletter there at, at the school. But the title came to my heart as a reflection of the, the those of us who were raised in church coming from the, the song that we were singing as children. And, and I, I just thought of how passionate we sang it then and the way I hear my daughter singing and children singing today. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. But then the chorus changes. And it says, because he first loved us. So children, sing, sing this song. And then that takes us... Uh, that's a great segue in, into today's scripture. So um, we're singing, oh, how I love Jesus. And the foundation scripture 
for today's message is in two part coming both from the book of John and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I definitely favor the gospel of John and, and how the author of John writes. But we're coming from John 13 and then we're going to jump to John chapter 21, verse 15. For those who have been following uh, along from last Sunday to this Sunday, on last Sunday, we started with um, Love Beyond Measure. That was the title of the message. And, and I started with Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40, where Jesus answers the question, what's the greatest command that we love the Lord, our God, with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. And the second is like it, that we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. That's the greatest command. When Jesus asked that he answered, this is going to tie into continuation of our love series in today's message. On Wednesday, I expounded upon that with a message entitled trying to measure love. So we're going from love beyond measure, the way Christ expressed it, to uh, trying to measure love, Lord Jesus. So um, with that, <clears throat> excuse me, we jumped into uh, one of the verses that, that, that we uh, uh, covered today and that that is the one that, that I have pulled up John 13 but we only covered uh, 34 and 35 that that I currently have up on the screen but I'm going to read through 38 today because that's going to tie in and be a segue into John 21 and just another uh, another brief review then we'll, we'll read the scripture text Peter no, forgive me. I, I'm going to read the passage first because the, the notes I was about to read tie directly into the scripture. So we're going to jump into uh, the word of God. Receive the word of the words of Christ. John chapter 13, verses 34 through 38. And it reads. A new command I give you love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. Verse 35. By this, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Excuse me. Verse 36. Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, where I am going, you cannot Follow me now, but you will follow later. Verse 36. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. That, that, now, I'm, I'm putting emphasis on this for the sake of teaching the lesson. Oh, how I love Jesus. This is Peter expressing a depth of love to Jesus to say, I love you enough that I will follow you anywhere. And I'm willing to to die for you and with you. Verse 38. Jesus then answered, will you really? Lay down your, your life for me. Do you really love me as much as you express that, that you do? Oh, how I love Jesus. Very truly, I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. Lord Jesus. So uh, we're going to immediately jump into John 21 verses 15 through 19. 
and and then I, I'll add my my <clears throat> additional uh, scripture notes and references. This is Jesus as as a uh, subtitle reference to say reinstates Peter and uh, just just a brief reflection from Wednesday night. I, I, I entitled this because this is how we ended Wednesday night going into this text. And I, and I asked those who were listening and those who have been following the entire series to read chapter 21 ahead of time, particularly starting at verse 15, 15 through 25 is the full uh, passage. But we're only focusing on 15 through 19 today. <clears throat> so this is Jesus reintroducing Peter to who Peter was at the end of the passage that we just read from chapter 13. It was Jesus setting Peter up to be introduced to himself because he did in fact deny Jesus three times be, be, before the cock crowed. So <clears throat> starting in verse 15 in chapter 21 of John, it says when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs, do the work. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. Do the work. Do the work of ministry. Verse 17, the third time, the third time he asked him, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Lord Jesus, get this trans transition. Peter was hurt. Because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Do the work. Do the work of ministry. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Note the exclamation mark for, for emphasis. Follow me. So. Uh, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Unpack it, preacher. What <clears throat> what does all this mean? So now going back to my written notes. Peter said that that he loved Jesus enough to follow him wherever he would go. He professed the love. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. How I love Jesus. Let me uh, address and answer the first question I ask in the opening of this message. Is it possible for us to love like Christ? 
short answer is if we haven't read enough scripture, scriptural text to bat it out already. Yes. With the help of Christ, with the love of Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit poured onto our heart. Yes, in Christ and through Christ, we're able to love like Christ. And this is a simple uh, expression of that, how that is. Because if it were not, Jesus would be unfair in this new command that he gave us that we're to love one another how he has loved us. Because we have received the love of Christ, we're able to love others. So that's easy. I'm not sure how you answered it or what you thought. But yes, we're able to love like Christ because of the love of Christ that, be, that has been poured into our hearts. And it's a new command that Jesus gives us. <clears throat> Therefore, um, if, if we are not careful during the course of, of, of our life, we'll go from childhood to adulthood. And forget to sing songs like we sing as children. <clears throat> Likewise, as Christians, we forget that our neighbors are not always just those who live among us. Those in our neighborhood, those um, that we choose to be our neighbors, but also those that Christ has graciously allowed to cross our path. Once, this is many, many years ago when I was uh, still working with Secretary of State Office. This is some 20 years ago. Uh, a friend, uh, actually uh, Frenchie, it was in her office. She, she too is a United Methodist Church pastor, but had a sign hanging on the wall that says, Friends are the family we choose for ourselves. Friends are the family we choose for ourselves. And I thought of that in preparing uh, originally the devotional for Joy's school. But in this lesson and context, I thought uh, that's inspiring and it sounds good. However, it reminded me as Christians, we don't get to choose who we love. See, Jesus commanded it. As I heard one minister say years ago, it wasn't a suggestion. It was a commandment. So he commanded us to 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 love others. Why? Because he first loved us. And therefore, it can seem difficult to love others, but possible and not just possible. But a commandment. <clears throat> so absolutely necessary. So. Peter professed and confessed this love for Jesus. So Jesus says, Peter, were you really? Oh, how I love Jesus. So Jesus tells Peter that he will deny him. And he did. But this is what I love about. You remember the, the, the subheading from the text that we read um, from the NIV version of the Bible. It says Jesus reinstated Peter. If we go back. To the previous scripture in, in 13. Jesus said. Will you really? In the exchange between Peter and Jesus. There were several things that, that happened. In this reinstating. <clears throat> Jesus tells Peter. Not in the scripture text that we covered today. But in 
previous one-on-one conversation. Jesus tells Peter, once you have been fully persuaded, once you have been fully committed, once you have really given me your whole heart, go back and strengthen your brothers. Jesus tells Peter in this conversation that I'm about to establish and build a church that the very gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. And I'm entrusting the, the foundation of this church to be built with you, Peter. So in this reinstatement, two things. Jesus says, Jesus does not take back what, what, what he calls us to, what he places us in. So he gives us his love, he places his love in us, and he puts us in these positions, and he does not retract that. In fact, he reinstates us. Uh, he puts that there. And then two, it's, it's a reminder <clears throat> that God always loves us. Jesus always loves us. And that uh, never goes away. And then that brings us to, and, and I'll share my screen. And I didn't put this in my notes, but I'm pulling it off uh, the Bible Gateway website, going directly in. If, if we ever had to wonder, that there, there's never ever any wonder or doubt. Even when we struggle with our own beliefs, that God uh, loves us. And the Apostle Paul writes this in a letter to the church at Rome in Romans 5 and 8. It says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So it said, while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. And there's another <clears throat> reference from uh, Wednesday night, John 3.16, Jesus to Christ himself expressed that God so loved the whole world that he loved the whole world, not just believers, not just those of us in the church, because at one point, those of us in the church were in the world. Come on, preach, preacher. So he says <clears throat> that God so loved the whole world that he gave his only begotten son. <clears throat> That so who that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life, hell, life abundance. So Jesus is saying that that love that God has was was uh, the Apostle Paul said it was demonstrated in Christ's sacrifice. But Jesus is saying in his own word in John three, uh, three sixteen, that he came <clears throat> as a demonstration in obedience of that sacrifice. He was obedient unto death on the cross to demonstrate how much he loved us. So let's get to uh, our takeaways. There, there are <clears throat> three takeaways that, that I want you to get from this message. One, the love that God extends to us, particularly in Jesus Christ, John 3.16, is more than a sacrifice. It's a demonstration in love as expressed by the Apostle Paul in Romans 5 and 8. Takeaway number two. Jesus has commanded us to love one another the way that he has loved us. In John 13, <clears throat> 34, not a suggestion, but a commandment. <clears throat> and Jesus would be unjust and God would be unfair if he commanded us to do anything that we were not able to do again with the power of the Holy Spirit operating in us with the love of Christ poured into our hearts. Number three, 
if we need a guide on how to love others, just remember, oh, how I love Jesus. See, if we built it through the lens of how I love Jesus, using the object lesson of Peter expressing how much he loved Jesus and then Jesus reinstating, telling him, do the work, feed my lamb, feed my sheep, love on other people. And remember, he first loved us. <clears throat> Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Receive the, this closing prayer benediction. Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for your grace, your mercy, Lord God. The love that you have poured into our hearts, Lord God. Lord God, help us to remember to, to be uh, in our Christ likeness, Lord God. But Jesus, you also said that we are to be childlike. In, 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 in our willingness to not only to receive the, the, the love from, from you, from God, but also as we better learn to freely express that love for others. As we sing from our hearts as children, oh, how I love Jesus. Let us not forget because he first loved us and the scripture bear, bear that out. Now to him who is able to present us spotless and blameless before the throne of grace. I pray that you keep our hearts and mind both in the knowledge and in the love of Jesus Christ. Go in peace. Know that I love you and God love you too. I so hope to see you here on Wednesday for Bible study. God bless. <laughs>